0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you.
1: If you've been following this uh, this whole thing with the House GOP and Kevin McCarthy and the impeachment inquiry and all this, you know, Jim Comer and Jim Jordan, Nancy Mace and, and Smith and others, you got all this information on, uh, on Biden, you know. But the Democrats, the media and, uh, assholes like Adam Schiff, and, I mean, the of these people, they go, no, 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 they got nothing. There, there's nothing. You've got, there's zero evidence. So I, I go to Lee Salden's Instagram and I saw this. It was brilliant. He goes, there is zero evidence of wrongdoing talking about the Bidens. Other than texts, emails, WhatsApp messages, whistleblower testimony, Hunter's laptop, Biden video to Stoken, bank records, government documents, phone calls, business meetings, statements of former partners and clients, Hunter's own words. I guess he's right, evidence of nothing. <laughs> Lee, I thought the way you listed all of those was absolutely brilliant. It was my favorite Instagram post of the week.
0: Well, listen, I, the fact that the, the left – is really willing to die on this sword of claiming that there's no evidence is is something that really should give uh, congressional Republicans encouragement and confidence that they can win this debate, they can win this process, they'll, they they will win the legitimacy of it as long as they lean into it, they work hard, they have you know their war room, they're they're issuing their subpoenas for. Hunter Biden and Jim Biden and Amos Holkstein and Victoria Nuland, uh, they need to have a game plan from the end of this process backwards. Uh, They can't get outsmarted. The White House already has a war room going. They're they're leaning on their media allies. Uh, Congressional Democrats have done this process on the flip side, impeaching President Trump twice. But if you want to get to the heart of the facts, the truth, The Democrats are willing to fall on the sword, saying that there's no evidence. Congressional Republicans have an abundance of evidence. Now it's game time to step up and and perform a heck of a lot better than the Giants did last (laughs) week.
1: Oh, God. I know. I was there. I sat in the rain, as you know, Lee, with uh, Ava and Gabe. It was miserable. You know, uh, they, they indicted Hunter, of course, on these gun charges. I believe three of them, three counts, and he was on drugs. And I just don't care. I just had Larry Trump on the show moments ago, and she said, you know why this works for them? Because it has nothing to do with his father. This That's is right, about- bingo. Right, bingo. So what I want to hear is what CNN, believe it or not, of all networks, is reporting right now. MSNBC is talking about Hunter Biden getting indicted on federal gun charges. Who cares? But CNN is saying, hold on a second. The special counsel may bring more charges against Hunter. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear about his father, his uncle, all these dealings. I don't care about the guns that grows with the coke.
0: well, the original plea agreement that that blew up when questioned by the federal judge that was an underlying uh, underlying tax charge charges there's uh, an investigation that was launched regarding funding that came into hunter Biden. and when the the left says that there is no evidence and then some have started to evolve saying that there's no direct evidence the reality is as you pointed out from the the list of different aspects of evidence that that we've been talking about on social media and elsewhere there is a direct connection to be able to tie all of the different dots and conclude that the biden family was profiting into the millions and tens of millions off of access to joe biden now daniel goldman wants to say that there isn't uh, access it's an illusion of access an illusion of access is where you're claiming that you can access joe biden and and the government but you can't actually do it actual access is when you're at the meeting claiming that you have access, you're like, hey, hold on a second, let me show you, and picks up the phone and calls the vice president of the United States, gets the vice president on the phone while you're doing your business pitch, trying to get millions of dollars. And then you want to convince us that all you're doing is talking about the weather? (laughs) When Joe Biden is having dinner at Cafe Milano with people sending Hunter Biden millions of dollars, when Hunter is sending a message to the Chinese talking about how his father is sitting there right next to him and putting that type of pressure to get massive sums of money. When you have Hunter complaining about all the money that he has to spend for POPs, it's all documented, it's Hunter's own words. When you have money, when you have a guy like Joe Biden who spends decades in politics, and having this lifestyle with a big, beautiful house and and living like you, you know, like you've been uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg uh, with your career path for <laughs> the last twenty years. The average American is able to connect these dots easily. Yep. Yep. So if the government wants to just go after a gun charge, a lot of people realize, you know what? This is just politics. This is a cover up. Uh, and clearly, you're not getting to the heart of what we all understand there to be, that this family profited big time, and that Joe Biden claiming that he had nothing to do with it is just horseshit.
1: I totally agree. Uh, and Dan Goldman, by the way, I mean, I, I can't stand Dan Goldman. Who cares what he says? I, I felt badly saying this because he's a Jew like you and I on the Eve of brochure shot up. I'd like to punch that guy right across the face. But uh, getting getting back to the Bidens, you know, the more people I discuss this with, the more I find out that um, they don't think he's going to run. You know, uh, Bill O'Reilly. I know you love Bill like I do. Respect him. He doesn't think he's going to run. I, I mean, almost everybody who comes on this show, Trump, they all don't think that he's going to run. That come December, maybe January. He's going to bow out. And I say, why? Is it because he lies too much or he forgets dementia? And they all go back to this, that they really believe eventually the House GOP, led by Kevin McCarthy, will get that smoking gun. Right now, it's pretty circumstantial, the evidence. They're going to get that smoking gun that's going to bury him. you agree with that?
0: I think it's possible that he doesn't run. However, I think it's likely that he is the Democratic nominee. It's already the middle of September. and You know, it's funny. Have, you know, hold
1: on, hold on. You said it's already the middle of September. Then why do people keep telling me it's early? When I say Donald Trump's already wrapped up the nomination, they go, it's early. Iowa's six months away. I agree with you. It's already September. It's not that early.
0: Donald Trump had the Republican nomination pretty much locked up the moment Alvin Bragg indicted him. Right. And you know, it launched his campaign into a different stratosphere, and a whole lot of Republicans basically came home. They're like, "Listen, you know, I was uh, I wanted to keep an open mind, see how the field shapes up, see how the primary plays out." Once Alvin Bragg indicted him, and then the others started indicting him too, people were like, you know, what this is shirts and skins. Like they, they're not just going after Donald Trump; they're going after all of us. Uh and, and this is clearly political interference. I mean you can see it with the schedule. They're trying to like get the trials going in the middle of the campaign. They're trying to convict him as if the right to a speedy trial belongs to Fannie Willis. No, it belongs to the accused. And you want to say no, you have you have four different trials in all different all different types of jurisdictions and you have to go through millions of piece, of documents. You have to, you know, be able to conduct your, your depositions, get prepared. They're railroading him, and listen. Regardless of whether you love Donald Trump or you don't, and whether you're Republican, Democrat, it doesn't matter. Uh, the people out there saying, "You know, Donald Trump has to prove his innocence," or "Donald Trump will prove his innocence," or like from Nancy Pelosi to even people on the right who have talked about it this way. They don't understand our criminal justice system's getting thrown on its head. It's being weaponized. You see it from the way they're covering up for Hunter Biden to the way that they're going after Donald Trump. And as far as the Republican primary goes, now it's the middle of September. It's over. And now, like you said, listen, is it really over? Yeah. Okay. Maybe there's there's a a pathway no. somehow, but no, I don't see it's it. It's over. I mean, it's over. The guy is up. Yeah. He, he's up. You yeah. look at the uh, Real Clear Politics average. Donald Trump's up another four and a half points just in the last week.
1: It's over. I mean, even in Iowa, he's killing him, And now, South Carolina, I'm watching Tim Scott on Fox News right now. He's up 36 in South Carolina. You're going to tell me that because Chris Christie's got 9% in New Hampshire that Trump's in trouble? It's over. Like you said, it's been over. I really believe it was over even before the first indictment. I believe it was over the day that Donald Trump did something the president did not do, and also Pete Buttigieg didn't do. When Donald Trump went to East Palestine, Ohio and showed up with water and treated Americans like they mattered on the same day that Joe Biden was taking pictures in the garden with Zelensky, I believe that day, even before the indictment, was when Donald Trump turned around. Because you remember, the month before that, he had the Kanye West dinner. He had the, you know, the, the I'm going to rip up the Constitution. He goes to East Palestine and he's winning. Now, yes. His lead lengthened after the first indictment. But what he did when he went to our American people and made them more important than Ukrainians, that was huge for Donald Trump.
0: Yeah, complete, completely agree. You look at the trajectory from December of 2022 and January 2023 to that first Bragg indictment, and you look at the events that were taking place in between, you're, you're absolutely right. This wasn't something that just happened overnight, like as if it was a tide race or He was down, the Bragg's indictment comes out, and then all of a sudden he's in the lead. He already had taken a very large lead. Why is that? Showing leadership at moments like what you described. And the contrast, when you don't see the leadership from... Joe Biden. When you see a surge of illegal migrants coming inside of our country, you know it's the policies of Joe Biden. You know that the policies of Donald Trump were we're doing such a better job in securing our border. It's the contrast that really has been shining. You see inflation numbers popping, and you know how good the economy was in the United States just before COVID hit. When you see uh, the money that is flowing to Ukraine right now, you start thinking to yourself, well, I you know I never thought I never considered myself to be America first but what does that mean exactly it's like oh you know what yeah we should be prioritizing maybe the Maui fires uh and, and having full blown support there thank you and oh, and by the way all the money going to Ukraine
1: yeah the,
0: what what's so bad with knowing how the money's getting spent you don't Why know so, you don't like, know totally off limits you don't know I mean, even if you support fun you're out there, you're the biggest supporter of wanting to give Ukraine as much U.S. tax dollars as possible, even if you're that person. You still owe it to U.S. taxpayers to account for where the heck the money's going.
1: Yeah, and I've, I have these fights with Peter King all the time because he's that guy. He's all for it. And I love Peter. him to death. He's one of my favorite people. But he's uh, he's an idiot. <laughs> I love him. But enough with the money to the Ukraine. You, you talked about it. Maui, all these other places. Help America first. And I go to him, I go, where is that money going? Oh, no, there's somebody in, on Capitol Hill, there's somebody who keeps track of that. I go, no, there's not. No one has any idea where this money's going to. I could not agree more. I take back idiot, but he knows what i mean uh, yeah, listen,
0: by the way pete Pete was i mean he was the the chair of the homeland security yeah, committee yeah. uh you know he was the highest profile guy fighting for New York after nine eleven Yep. i mean the, the guy knows i mean he knows Long Island first and New York first and America first. You know policies a long time before you know Donald Trump became a candidate. Agreed. I I would just say like even if you want to you want more funding for Ukraine, we all need to get on the same page with the fact that we don't know enough about where this money is going and we owe it to US tax dollars yep. to be yep. able to tell them.
1: 100% and the, I, right. You're going to
0: attack some member of Congress for asking that simple question as if you know, like they're this horrible human being uh, who should be rolled at, run yeah. out of office. That Ridiculous. says more about you than it does about the person asking the questions.
1: Agreed. 60 seconds to go. So your name is mentioned all the time now because this, uh, what I call the illegals crisis. I don't call them migrants or asylum seekers. This illegals crisis, which has a guy like me, who used to make fun of protesters my whole life, doing three rallies with Curtis Sliwa, who's a hero, mind you. Uh, this crisis... Kathy Hochul has been brutal. She is uh, part of the reason why we've got it. And now this ridiculous notion she's trying to sell people that she cares about their self-esteem. And their, they, they want them to work. Why? Because she wants to vote. So they go to work, they vote, and they vote for people like her and Eric Adams. She's such a phony that uh, as much as we talked about you before and what a great campaign you ran and how much better up we'd be right now. The last couple of months, your ear's got to be ringing. It's out in all the time.
0: Well, Kathy Hochul became a well-known person in western New York as a county clerk who opposed driver's licenses for illegals. Until it became popular for her to be able to move up the ranks by taking the exact opposite position. She says she evolved. She has said that on multiple issues. She has evolved. Her solution here is uh, so off base it won't actually fix anything. She puts her hand out looking for money as if that's going to make the entire problem go away. She's looking for uh, visa work visas for the people who have come here as if that's just going to make this problem just magically go away. And the reality is if you do that and say, okay, that's it, our, our work here is done – A hundred percent chance that Sid and Lee are having a conversation six months from now, guaranteed the problem has only gotten worse. It is indisputable it only gets worse if you say, okay, that's it, that's the solution. You need the federal government and Joe Biden to be stepping up, specifically the Biden administration, to finish construction of the border wall and catch and release and force remain in Mexico. They shouldn't have got rid of Title 42. They should support a Customs and Border Patrol agent. Where is the governor of New York? passionately and publicly and intelligently speaking out on what Joe Biden needs to do to actually solve it. She is AWOL. Now, where is she calling on Albany to get rid of sanctuary state policies or calling on New York City to get rid of sanctuary city policies? The city feels like we don't go far enough. They want to give non-citizens the right to vote. The state legislators, the far-left lunatics run in Albany, feel like we haven't gone far enough. We need to do even more to give them more goodies and rewards and incentives for coming to New York. So this is only going to get continue to get worse. As long as you have one party, Democrat rule, unwilling to go after the actual solutions to fix this, suddenly guarantee you we'll be having a conversation six months from now, and we'll be worse off then than we are now, and it's... It's not because we don't know what to do to fix it. It's because the people who are in charge right now, they are far left pansies when it comes to doing what needs to actually get done, getting tough, getting courageous, leading, maybe even challenging some of their own voters and followers and volunteers and donors, doing the right thing and securing America.
1: Wow. I mean, first of all, you have to be a little more sensitive. You have to understand that her Bills did lose to the Jets on Monday, so she's very upset. But on a serious note, that was the most impassioned, brilliant 20 minutes of radio I've heard in a long time. Once again, Lee Zeldin, as Mike Breen would say, from way downtown. That was awesome, brother. Thank you so much. Great to have you back.
0: All right, Giants over Cardinals this Sunday. What do we think?
1: uh i think so they're six point road favorites if they can't beat arizona and kyle murray's hurt you know that if they're losing by 40 to dallas it's already time to look towards 2025 i don't want to do that yet so yes try ah, it's win
0: <laughs> at least the nixon rangers are about to start up
1: yes i know that's how i feel i can't wait for my winter sports lee you're great i love you buddy thank you so much you, take care the great lee zeldin right here on sitting friends in the morning that was a great appearance